On today's episode of Locked On Spartans, for the first time in a couple of weeks, Take Tuesday is back. Let's back. Go. You are Locked On Spartans, your daily podcast on the Michigan State Spartans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Locked On Spartans. It is Tuesday, March 9th, the year is 2021. I am your host, Will Hunter, joined by my ready-to-finally-fire-off-some-takes co-host, Matt Sheehan. Dude, I've been sitting on these like a mother goose on her eggs. I, I've just <laughs> been cooking these white-hot takes. No, well, these are different takes that I would have had like three weeks ago. Yeah? Um, oh, yeah. Because, oh, <laughs> I had some takes that are ready to get fired off the chest. <laughs> but uh, when Aaron Henry shows up, when Langford shows up, when Mr. Rocket, not Mark Watts, shows up, uh, it kind of changes things in the way you think and talk, doesn't it, Will? Wait, you mean like the way we think and talk about Michigan State basketball has changed over the last three weeks or something? Is that what you're trying I, to get at? You know, th- that'll be my first take, yeah. Okay. Is, that, is that a hot take or not? It's pretty hot takey. I yeah, don't know if I can All right. abide by that. Well, that's what we're going to do. On today's show, if you're unfamiliar, Take Tuesday, Matt throws some takes. I tell him if they're take or fake, and then we discuss. So we'll do that basketball segments one and two, and then we have some football takes for segment three. That is the plan for today's show. Reminded to rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked On Spartans wherever you get your podcasts. We do this every single day, five days a week. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. Hey, hey, hey. Nice. Hitting that high note. Look at that. Hey. <laughs> a lot of Feel the uh, energy, folks. This is great. A lot of kudos for our singing last episode. I, I have a hard time believing that. I uh, <laughs> just patently refused to, to believe that people enjoyed that <laughs> yesterday. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, okay. All right. That's good. I enjoyed that's... singing and I enjoyed having you serenade me mm-hmm. Yeah. after yeah. a glorious basketball victory. It was like old times, Matt. Just like I, we do that, you know, when we're not recording. Sometimes I'll yeah. call you and I'll just sing his songs <laughs> after MSU wins. So, yeah, that's one for old time's sake, Will. Yeah. Speaking of old time's sake, Will, I've, I've got a – do you mind if I just waltz out my first take of the day? Hit me. Let's go. So, old time's sake being MSU and the AP poll are now Ooh. joined together <laughs> once again. So – uh, for the first time in what seems to be years, uh, the AP poll came out and Michigan State received just one, but it was a vote for the AP Top 25 poll. Now, of course, not everyone votes the same. Sure. Uh, most people will just take the whole season's body of work, vote that way. That's probably the most popular way to do it. Some uh, just go kind of a hybrid of the season work, but also an in-the-moment ranking. Mm-hmm. There's actually one, Graham Couch, who I believe uh, voted like that. I don't know if he still votes for the AP, but when he did, that's kind of his style that he did. So the take here, and it might seem crazy that MSU, sitting at, what, 15-11, and 11, uh, really had not a, a good middle of the season. They got a vote. So my take here is that, you know what, I actually don't think it's crazy that they received a vote. If anything, I, I thought they would maybe get, like, Three or four votes, Will. Uh, just because, man, how many teams in college basketball have five, so, strike that, reverse it, three top five wins? Uh, it's Michigan State. 
that's it. And I know that Ohio State is no longer ranked in the top five, but that's still a top ten team. That's very good. This isn't like when they beat number six Duke and we're counting mm. that as a top ten win. Like, no, Ohio State's still pretty damn good. Uh, so, Will, it, it's not that crazy that MSU got one vote in the AP poll this week, right? Fake. Oh, no. Right off the bat we're disagreeing? Oh, no. That's not, that's not good. I guess it, it totally depends on what method you're going to go on. Um, if you want to say they're one of the 25 best teams right now playing the 25, one of the 25 teams playing the best, like, yeah, I, I guess I could get on board with that, even though like in their wins, they've been really good. They're the best team, like they had the best efficiency numbers in the country on Sunday. And that's, you know, that's not a surprise. They beat like the second best team in the country. That's pretty good. And mm-hmm. against Illinois, they were like number four and Ohio State, number 11. Like they've played some really good games, but also... They played some colossal stinkers as of late. I like I we talked about this before the Michigan game, and I said, you know, I think they're more Michigan State is more playing like a top twenty five ish team lately, and I I do think that, but I also think you have to consider uh, they have eight max losses <laughs> on the season, Matt. Yeah, uh, yeah that is. Yeah. If you could go back and make every twenty thirty point loss, they have uh, a six. Seven, eight, five point loss. Maybe that, that could be a top five team. They got really strong wins, some losses, no colossally terrible losses. But Matt, they lost by double digits like almost 10 times this season. R- routinely at, at some point, right? Yeah. Like a third of their games, they lost by double digits. It's tough yeah. to rank. It's tough to rank. Yeah, I, I, I do understand that. But man, I mean, I, I got a really hard time believing, like, if you ask a, a two seed, for example, like Houston, like, hey, give me 25 teams that you don't want to face in the second round. Like, I think Michigan State would be one of them. So I, I guess it's just me being in the right now camp. Like, I, I think I gravitated more towards the ranking for the in the now moment. And you, you being a giant homer. Uh, not a giant one, just pretty big. Yeah, it's okay. pretty big. It's yeah, okay. okay. I mean, like, the, look, Wisconsin was ranked last week. And their that was resume, like yeah. their record, like what we use for the AP poll, their record and their wins like don't even stack up to Michigan State. So, hey, if Wisconsin could stay ranked last week, I don't know why Michigan State couldn't be ranked this week. And, yes, Wisconsin did finally fall out of the AP Top 25. Of course, of course. All right, so take number two. And, Will, allow me to uh, set the table here before I uh, set it. Uh, uncork this one. Set so it and it, forget it. Go set fast. Set it and forget oh, God. it. For sure. So I got six brackets in front of me for bracketology. Ooh, yeah, uh, take your and time. Gonna, and I'm just going to name the, the seed line that MSU is on and who their opponent would be to start off, just to get the vibe of everything sure. going on. So uh, Bracketville has MSU as a 10 seed against number 7 LSU. ESPN has Michigan State number 11 against number 6 USC. Uh, Jerry Palm at CBS Sports has MSU on the 9 seed line against Colorado right now. Ooh. The Athletic has uh, Michigan State on the 11 line against number 6 Colorado. So, really good there. Uh, and Fox Sports, if I could find it in front of me, MSU is on the... I'm stalling because I lost my spot while reading. This. They're on the 11 line against number 6 Clemson. And then last <laughs> but not least... Uh, 131 Sports, Joe, Cook, Sugar, MSU on the 11 line. So a lot of 11, some mm-hmm. 10, and also one eight nine. So let me waltz right into this mm-hmm. take here, Will. 
Um, the boys are tired. They've played about what sixteen games in eight days, mm-hmm. um, and it's they're tired. And you know, well, they beat Maryland. They, they beat Michigan. We're we're gonna be squarely on the nine eight line, and I, I I told myself I wouldn't do this, Will. And this only lasted about twelve hours before I started doing it. But I'm already starting to think long term tournament run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't want to see that 8-9 line. I don't want to be no. paired up with Gonzaga. I don't want to be paired up with Baylor. Or even the mm-hmm. CBS Sports one actually does have us paired up against Illinois. It'd be a round two matchup, just like it was MSU-Minnesota in 2019. So the take here is, well, a loss on Thursday isn't the worst thing in the entire world. Maybe you just take a calculated dive, get an extra day of rest, <laughs> uh, you stay on the 11 line, you stay on the yeah. 10 line, perhaps. Strategic uh, L. I wouldn't be too heartbroken with the loss on Thursday, and I feel really bad saying that. That is such a coward's way out, but take. I, would I also totally don't want to be on the 8-9 line. I would be totally fine with it. Yeah, I don't want to be there on the 8-9 line at all. Uh, 11 is, uh, like, I'll, I'll say it this way. There's not a 6 or a 7 seed that scares me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michigan State scares me more than any of those teams, and what I mean by that is, I fear more for Michigan State hurting themselves than I do a six or seven seed beating them. Sure. Right, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, like, if they play any six or seven, I think they definitely could beat them. And then after that, you obviously have to have a game if you're going to make a run where you beat somebody you're not supposed to beat. And I'd rather do that to any of the two seeds or any of the three seeds than Gonzaga, than Baylor, and odds are you wouldn't get Michigan or Illinois, but even if you did, those four teams, I think, I don't know, I think there's kind of a gap in there between especially Gonzaga, Baylor, and I would even still throw Michigan in there, then the twos, the threes. Like, if you can get an 11 and take on a six seed, I don't know, USC, Virginia Tech, Colorado, sure. yeah, and then you, you win that and you get a three seed, and you're looking at, what, who's a three seed right now? Houston? Yeah, Houston's a good one. Yeah, they're flowing between two and three. Yep. Um, I'm not, uh, I don't know, maybe Villanova. Yeah, some West Virginia action. West some Virginia. Bob Huggins against Tom Izzo. Ooh, spicy. Like, yeah, those teams are obviously very good, but I'm not that worried about it. We maybe can only if, pick so yeah. much. Beggars yeah. can only choose so much yeah. at this point. Yeah. So, uh, like, I'm not going to root for them to lose to Maryland. I'm not going to root for them to lose mm-hmm. in any of the Big Ten tournament games. But if they lost, I'm not losing sleep. It there's right. definitely upside. The rest, big factor. And I think a cleaner draw if you're trying to make the second weekend, which for this team, like, you know what we do? We, we're Final Fours here. That's what we celebrate Final Fours and beyond. Sweet yeah. 16 would be, like, amazing for this season. It would be just, like, a wonderful job by a team that never really seemed like it would get there. No, no. So. I love, too, that, like, we were saying, like, we'll do anything to get to the tournament. Like, oh, please, God, <laughs> just one time. I, I won't ask for anything else. And it took not even 24 hours after locking up a tournament bid that, uh, eh, I'm going to get picky and choosy here. I don't want to be an 8-9. I'd rather be an 11. Yeah, so <laughs> this, look at us go. <laughs> odds are this season will not be remembered as a success for me. But yeah, that's going oh, to be an interesting conversation to have after but, the season wraps up. Yeah, I think I will look back on them fondly. Because of what they did the last two weeks, fair. and I, yeah. I think I think that's fair because like we sort of realize like oh crap this team's not very good at all, and then to do what they did under those circumstances was like crazy impressive. And we've talked about the run Aaron Henry's on. It's just like 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's like when you have a kid who he just gets C, like D's and C's, and then he comes <laughs> home with a B plus, and you're like, oh my god, you are just you're a genius. You're the great. It's like like. The expectations were low and they leapt over them, and that makes me love them. All right, we'll continue with Take Tuesday here in just a second. First, a word from rockauto.com. Rock Auto, if you got a car, you got to get parts from Rock Auto. RockAuto.com is a family business, serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything you need from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic car or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. And best of all, prices at RockAuto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why would you spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Only if your clown car broke down. That's the only way you'd do it. (laughs) And you're not a clown, so instead you're going to go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. And their how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection. Reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Today's episode is also brought to you by Home Field Apparel. I like that scene, the Home Field Apparel part. That, that, That played nice on the ears. Well done, Will. Thanks. Yes, Homefield Apparel is back with us. Back. Of course, it just takes time to e- send emails and stuff, so we miss a couple weeks with them occasionally. Sure, it'd be like that sometimes. They're yeah. busy. They're busy making incredibly comfortable, officially licensed collegiate apparel. Homefield is the best college athletics apparel brand in the world. They print vintage marks from old programs, yearbooks. Talk to people affiliated with the school and find really cool, unique logos and turn them into thoughtful designs and excellent pieces of clothing they have apparel for schools of all sizes man it's not just big schools like msu they got in-state central michigan eastern western northern michigan grand valley state ferris state wayne state udm and the greatest women's basketball program in the history of division three athletics hope fire up dutch will fire up Dutch. what are they like 44 straight wins it's something insane like something that, yeah, insane. and their men's program is usually pretty damn solid, too, so yeah. Yeah, fire up Dutch, indeed. Yeah, good for them. So if you want to celebrate their, like, whatever, second straight, third straight undefeated season, Homefield Apparel, get yourself a Hope College shirt. Go to homefieldapparel.com right now, use promo code ONSPARTANS, one word, ONSPARTANS, and you're going to get 20% off your first purchase. That is promo code ONSPARTANS for 20% off at homefieldapparel.com. Betting. On the Spartans doesn't have to be a guessing game, Matt. No. <laughs> I mean, really is, but no, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Subscribe to Locked On Bets. Brought to you by betonline.ag. Wherever you get your podcast, Matt, to the takes. That's not the last we'll hear about betonline.ag, Will. Uh, But first, but first, uh, we were texting about what we're going to talk about on today's show and if you wanted to get any takes in the mix. So I'm going to take your take and regurgitate it as my own. Hit me. Uh, Well, I'm looking at the Big Ten tournament bracket. Boy, howdy. G. Willikers. Mm -hmm. That's a tough one. Let's just look at it from the eyes of Michigan State right now. Actually, better yet, the eyes of... Just throw the freaking take out there. Big Ten tournament, tougher to win than the NCAA tournament. Go. 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 Talk about it. (laughs) 
take depending on what team you are. All right. You're let's correct. say let's say Michigan State winning the the Big Ten tournament for Michigan State. I think you can make a strong argument. I'm not sure if it's totally there, but it's worth talking about. It's got legs. If you're Michigan State winning the Big Ten tournament, you can make a strong argument. It's harder than winning the national championship this year. Mm-hmm. Let's let's discuss. Go. Yeah. Michigan State's Big Ten bracket. Okay, start. Maryland tournament mm-hmm. team, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. What are we thinking? Like eight, nine seeds, something like that. So a solid yep. tournament team. Okay, that is more difficult than in theory half of the first round matchups. Mm-hmm. If they're right in the middle of the back, second round. If they win that, Michigan, a number one seed, one of the top two or three teams in all of college basketball. Yes. Yes. Then, and remember, no rest here. Boom, boom, boom. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yep. The next day, they take on probably Ohio State. A two seed. Uh, Purdue's kind of sneaky too, man. Like it's Maybe either a two seed or a four seed that you're it's either facing. A, it's either a two seed or a four seed. And if Purdue wins this tournament, shit, they might be a two seed. If Purdue yeah, wins true. the Big that's Ten tournament, they'll have to beat Ohio State, Michigan, and either Iowa or Illinois, and that'll probably get them to a two seed. Yeah. So yeah, you got to beat a one seed. Then you got to beat a two, three-ish seed, one of the top twelve to fifteen teams in the country in the semifinals. And then if you win that, the next day you most likely have to play either Illinois, a one seed, or Iowa, one of the best two seeds. Two teams that are probably when they play in the semifinals playing for a one seed. There's a real chance if Iowa beats them and then gets to the finals, wins the tournament, that they could be a one seed. They could sneak in there. It's going to be close, but they could sneak in there, Matt. In yeah. four days, four days, you're going to play an eight-ish seed, you're going to play a locked-in one seed, you're going to play a two seed, and then you're going to play another one seed in four straight days to win the Big Ten tournament. That is a tougher four-day stretch, or four-game stretch, not even four-day, four-game mm-hmm. stretch than anyone is going to have in the NCAA tournament this year. I mean, tough to argue that, right? Especially since you're going four straight days in a row, like, th- yeah. that aside, yeah, good luck. Um, so, well, let's just parlay this into uh, the bet online. You don't want to. You don't want to discuss it anymore. Okay, I guess I'm just. I win. You. You do. I. I agree wholeheartedly with you. Okay. I, what else can I, mean, I say? I, just, I don't know. You could make a case for the NCAA tournament. You got to win a couple extra games. Teams you're unfamiliar with. The. I, you know. I guess if yeah, if Man, you want to like act like playing a 16 seed like Prairie View and I'm in the first round is hey, like a challenge. Or gonna, no, no offense to them. Um, we're not going to disrespect Prairie View and Okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I, I I agree with everything you're saying. Like I think it'd be disingenuous for me to hop on and say like, oh no, the NCAA tournament's hard. Don't get me wrong. Both are very hard. Both are incredibly difficult uh, and a complete crapshoot. But yeah, man. I mean, especially with all the other extra rounds that you have across the rest of the bracket. Like you look at Michigan's run that they had in 2000, whatever they didn't play a, a team higher than six until the championship game. Like, so that can also happen too. Whereas yeah. the big 10 tournament, like no offense to Minnesota, Northwestern, Nebraska, Penn state, all trash. You're not going to make any surprises here. Like you are guaranteed to have to go through at least Pretty probably much. two teams that are two seater higher here. Like it's, yeah. There, there's no yeah. room like the NCAA tournament allows for any wonky things to happen. Like, no, 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 no. This is heavyweight fight, heavyweight fight, heavyweight fight, heavyweight fight. Yeah. So. Every year there's a team that gets to the Final Four by winning, like, a game. Yeah. And it, right. I, honestly, you might be able to make the case for Michigan State, uh, I don't know, maybe like 2010. 
Uh, uh, Northern sure. Iowa beat Kansas. Even their 2015 run was like kind of, I guess, on the easy. Ah, no, they played number two Virginia, I guess. They beat Virginia, but Louisville yeah. beat the one seed. I forget who the one seed was in the region. So they got away with mm-hmm. not having to, but the, you know, they beat the two seed. So really, I yeah. mean, they beat, they won a, you know, a really tough game or beat a really tough team. It happens all the time. In the Big Ten tournament, yeah, there's a lot less. It's You're in the Sweet 16 already. It's like there's a lot less chance for uh, upsets to happen. Okay, go. So, betonline.ag, odds yes. for the Big Ten tournament. I'm going to go through this quick. Yep. Michigan 2-1, to one, Illinois 5-2, to two, Iowa 13-4, to four, Ohio State 6-1, to one, Purdue 13-2, to two, Wisconsin 12-1, to one, Michigan State 25-1 to one to win. Every other team is 50-1 to one or greater. Mm-hmm. Uh, ending with Nebraska at 501 odds. That is just outright disrespectful. Um, so buck. my take here is is that, well, is Michigan State the best value pick of this? I mean, so there are three um, teams that also have 50-1. to one. It's Indiana, Maryland, and Rutgers are all 50-1. to one. Minnesota, Penn State, Northwestern, 100-1. It, it, I, I gravitate maybe towards Ohio State just because, like, I know that they ended yeah. the season kind of clunky and six to one bet ten to win sixty. Like that, that pops out pretty well for a value. But twenty five to one on a team that has just beat three top five teams. Do I think they'll win the Big Ten tournament? I no, of course no. no I, I I don't. But is that value though? I I've so, seen I've seen worse ways to spend money. So I I think out of all those teams, like looking at what the team is and the price. I think Ohio State's probably the one I'd be most likely to bet and feel like, all right, this is a bet I'm making because mm-hmm. I think I'm actually going to win it and win money and I'm not just taking a stab in the dark. I think Ohio State <clears throat> can beat any – obviously, they've proven proven it – can pretty much beat any team in the conference on a given night. And, yeah, they – uh, lost four straight to uh, to close out the the regular season, Matt. That's that's tough, but they just got Kyle Young back, right? Yeah, I mean they lost to Illinois' first game back. Like they were right there with Michigan. They just like literally threw a dumb pass with a minute left, and that was instead of trading buckets, they all of a sudden went from down two to down four, and that was mm-hmm. the game. Michigan State got them again without Kyle Young and. Let's be honest, had some beneficial whistles for, for your Spartans in key moments, but, nah. you know, lost to a Michigan State team fighting for its lives. I still think Ohio State is as good as anybody in the conference, so I would be inclined to go with them. Your boy, Matt, your boy got Michigan State at 50-1 to 1 last week. To now win the that's a value right there. That's a good value. That, <laughs> very, that's, very I, nice. I saw that, and I was like, you know what? I got five on it. There we go, as you should. <laughs> and it was because I think FanDuel had it at like plus 1,300, like 13 to 1, or maybe it was 26 to 1. And then DraftKings had it at 50 to 1. And I was like, you know what? There's a discrepancy there. I'm going to go ahead and hop right on that. Um, and, yeah, I don't think they're going to win, but it was too much value to pass up a Tom Izzo team winning a few games uh, in March in a big spot. But yeah, Ohio State's the team that I'm looking at with those numbers. And like, yeah, if I want to try to make a small bet and make a, a big payday, that's the the angle I'm going at. Purdue's interesting too, though, because they're playing really well. They are. Yeah, yeah. At what, 13 to 2, I think I said. Yeah, so six and a half to one. Uh, yeah, Purdue's won five straight. Um, Jaden Ivey, I feel like, just keeps getting better. Yeah. I don't know. Like, Zach Eady's still tall. I mean, Zach Eady's still. 
still a monster. Yeah, Ivy's been in double figures all five of their last games. He's been efficient for the most part. Um, freshman, obviously, coming into his own and becoming like their go-to guy next to Trayvon Williams. That's an interesting, actual good team. Excited for them to lose in the second round like they always do. But uh, Of course, right. But maybe they can make a run in the Big Ten tournament. They're good. They're really good. Mm-hmm. Love it. Football talk next. Football talk Ooh, next. We're gonna see that coming. That's right. Do some takes for Take Tuesday on the football field. First word from Bet Online. Dot AG. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football hmm. might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are in full swing. Bet Online even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV. They have real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything you can imagine. Bet online as you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit using promo code LOCKEDON. One word, LOCKEDON, and you're going to get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. There's simply no better place to get all the news on the Big Ten Conference than with Big Ten Ben Stevens in, in the Lockdown Big Ten podcast. I was I asking, excited. I'm sorry. No, I, I was excited. asking for it. I was asking yeah. for a whoop. Whether it's football, basketball, baseball, anything. If it's happening in the Big Ten, Ben's got you covered with an in-depth look at the conference every Monday through Friday. Subscribe to Lockdown Big Ten wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, Matt. All righty, Will, you ready to talk some pigskin? Let's talk some shooty hoops. Wait, pigskin. Shooty hoops on a 100-yard field, then. <laughs> no, no, no hoops involved uprights and stuff. That's okay. Oh. Um, well, uh, Mel Tucker brought here last year, I don't know if anyone mm. remembers, uh, to the yeah. tune of $6 million a year, uh, tabbed yeah. as a big recruiting guy. Uh, yeah. I don't know if you also saw this in the news. The world shut down... Uh, Honestly, like a year ago today, if we're mm-hmm. going to be honest. Um, no kids allowed to visit campus, so that makes it a little tough to recruit. But still, uh, you know, you're a good recruiter. You're getting paid a lot of money. You should make some splashes happen. Um, didn't get a kid in the top 15 in the state of Michigan last year. Uh-huh. Uh, this year starting a little tough. Tayshawn yep. Trent, number seven kid in the class, one of the best receivers in the state, if not the best, just committed to Michigan. Uh, mm-hmm. They pointed out, too, that uh, Ron Bellamy, ex-West Bloomfield High School coach, now hired on Michigan staff, was a big reason that he mm-hmm. went to Michigan. Uh, and Rayshon little- Benny. And Rayshon Benny, of course. And uh, also, why can't I think? Dylan Tatum. Dylan Tatum, thank you. Thank you very much. Um that's kind of alarming that the ex-high school coach is already getting more pull in state than the guy that you hired for $6 million a year to. So my take is, is that, it alarming? Well, is that I, alarming, though? Take, take it away. Take it away, honestly, is, because you're leading right into my question. Is that alarming? What's your take? Mildly, that, I, I think so. That we're, that we're worried about recruiting? Yes, in state specifically, in, in state, state okay. recruiting, is okay. is it worth being concerned? I guess this isn't even a take. I just want to ask you: Is it worth being concerned about yet, or should we still give some reprieve since you can't have kids on campus yet, and we really haven't seen Mel work with these kids face to face yet? Um, I'm gonna answer your question with a question. Oh, I like this question off question tennis right now. All right. Okay. Um, can you name? A player from Michigan who is ranked really highly coming out of high school 
mm-hmm. in the last few years that went to Michigan or Michigan State and was just phenomenal. Uh, day three draft pick, uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, yes. Yes, yes. Five-star, top 20 Donovan Peoples-Jones mm-hmm. becomes a fifth-round pick. That's I'm serious. Tough. Can you? Tough, Can you? Tough <sighs> Is there anyone really, like, obvious that I'm missing right now? Not really. I mean, yeah, we can go through it all, but like Devonte Dobbs, Devonte <laughs> Dobbs. I mean, Kay- Julian you know, Barnett, <laughs> Kalon Gervin's become a decent player for MSU. Sure. Um, I'm not gonna trash like the state of Michigan recruits and all that, but like yeah, it's just not a dialogue about it, really. I mean, it's fair. Michigan has been absolutely cleaning house in state for the most part. Like Penn State came in and got them. Kentucky's coming and grabbed mm-hmm, a player sure. here. There, Bama will grab a kid. LSU will grab a kid. But like Michigan, for the most part, every year grabs a handful of the top players in the state and kind of, I don't know, they get a their pick of the litter. Like in 2020, they got number two in the state, number four in the state, number six in the state, and 15. Like that's kind of that's pretty typical for them, right? Mm-hmm. What have they done with that? Uh, you're, you're just going to get a dial tone for me on that one. Um, right. I, 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 I get it. You want to sort of – you want to win your state and you want to be able to lock down recruiting in your state. But Yeah, especially after Mark Antonio had his whole like win plan A first. Like you, you want your, your in-state guys first. Yeah. I think a lot of state fans are tied up in that still just because it worked so well for the Antonio era, you know? My main point is you have to do mu- – it, it's it's so much more than just, like, winning your state. And now if you look at, like, the portal, it's even more <laughs> than <laughs> winning your state. Like, you got to now – Totally. You can't just win high school recruiting. You got to win the portal because yep. we're – Michigan State's not playing the same game that Ohio State's playing. They're not playing the same game Alabama, Clemson, even really Michigan – that they're mm-hmm. playing, although Michigan and some other teams, top teams, Oklahoma's dipping into the portal. Georgia is probably going to dip into the portal. It's at, like you gotta, you gotta do more than just win your area. So, I mean, there's a slight like, I'm my interest is peaked a little bit. Like, okay, what's what's going on here? Why is this happening? Why? Okay, Bellamy gets brought in. <laughs> His former player who was a Michigan State lean the entire time, wearing MSU gloves in the state championship game, is all of a sudden going to Michigan. Like, what do you want Mel to do? How could he possibly win that if that's all it takes is, like, that? Like, yes, bring in my old coach. Like, of course he's going to win that battle. And Mm -hmm. kids who play at schools around there, like Sean Trent, like their coach knows him. He knows him. They've been around each other. For a long time, there's a comfort level there. It's the same reason. Um, oh my God, Benny flipped. He he listed Bellamy as a reason why, and it's like, yeah, Bellamy at the time was a receivers coach, and Benny's a defensive tackle. He's not even going to coach him. It's just that level of comfort, knowing him, having a prior relationship, and having your coaches have prior relationships to him. Like that hire is going to pay huge dividends for Michigan in Southeast Michigan recruiting. For as long as he's there, and until Tucker actually gets to continuously go to the schools and visit, have the coaches up to East Lansing to meet him. Like, he, they did, like, two things. They had, like, two visits. They brought the West Bloomfield kids up, and they were there for one day, and that's it. 
and they had some kids out from California. Like they just, you know, it's not just getting kids onto campus to see the facilities and stuff. It's getting their coaches in, getting their coaches to come back multiple times, treating them like, uh, like they're big shots, making them feel special, getting to know them. Like you gotta, it's about building relationships, not just with the players, but with high school programs across the state. And they just haven't had a chance to do that. So I'm a little bit like miffed and annoyed by it, but I'm not at all really worried about their ability to recruit at all because the one thing that's been like a level playing field map mm-hmm. is the is the portal. Yeah. Um and they they've been doing really well in the portal. <laughs> they've been pulling kids with offers from schools that they probably shouldn't be pulling kids over. They've been doing a really good job getting a ton of plan A targets and like identifying talent and immediately getting it and closing it and like it's going to keep there's going to be more. They're not done in the portal. They're going to add a handful more people. Um yeah, it, it's going to it's going to keep happening and they're doing a really good job at it. So I I'm not worried about their ability to recruit on a level playing field. I'm a little bit worried or annoyed or whatever that they just haven't had the chance to um fully build those relationships like Michigan staff has and like the Bellamy obviously has more than anybody else on either staff. Yeah, I guess I'm not saying like I'm upset about it, but it's just, yeah, I'll borrow borrow the word you keep using, just annoyed um, perhaps that isn't this kind of what MSU wanted to do with Courtney Hawkins though? Like they brought him on with no collegiate experience, no pro coach experience, high school thinking that, okay, there'd be inroads here. I know that it's different areas. Like I know Flint and West Bloomfield aren't too far away, but that's still different areas. I, 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 I don't like, I don't know who Courtney has helped pull in, you know, like, and I think that's a combination of a, they really haven't gotten a a highly touted recruit out of Michigan. Um, B like the, they have like Michigan has so I, I don't know it's just Bellamy is doing what we were thinking perhaps what Courtney Hawkins would do but then again I, you could chalk it up to different area I, I'm not gonna you know pound the table and scream about it like it's just something that I, it's like oh this this is kind of what we wanted oh well maybe maybe it works out when you get kids on campus I don't know that's just kind of the the hope that I keep throwing out there is like hey, hey it could get better because it hasn't really been an equal playing field, right, guys? Right, right. I mean, so it'll be all right. Yeah, um, I, I got one more quick one, Will, before before we go. If that's sure. Okay. Yeah, AJ and I'm Duffy, just... 2022 quarterback recruit, uh, four star, very highly rated four star. He came out with his top four a little bit ago with Florida State, Michigan State, Penn State, Oregon. In the last few days or so, Penn State just got a quarterback commit. Oregon just got a quarterback commit. Florida State just got a quarterback commit. Uh-oh, that means of A.J. Duffy's top four, the only quarterbackless team is your Michigan State Spartans. But uh-oh, Will, recruiting is very wacky these days. Uh, sometimes these top fours don't mean anything, as A.J. Duffy is still 100% crystal bald to go to Arizona State. Uh, so I guess my take here is, despite... All of those lines connecting and dots connecting. Uh, Michigan State might not be in the leader in the clubhouse for AJ Duffy, even him being his top four. Top fours don't mean anything anymore, do they? Will sometimes they do. Most of the times they do. Sometimes kids might mess around and have fun and leave the team that they're committed to off. I just hate it, it recruiting in general. Here's um, a blanket statement on. All of the 2022 quarterbacks. Not all. Most. Most. Um, wait till signing day. 
Okay. And also don't bother because Hamp Fay is going to lead the way here in the next four years. <laughs> so unless you want to sit the pine for your four years here, uh, don't even bother coming to MSU. No, actually, no, please, AJ, if you're listening, please come to MSU. That'd be great. Thank you. Um, I think a lot of kids s- s- committed have been committing because it's almost like like stock selling stock where you're like worried and you're like oh i gotta get out of here i I gotta all these spots Mm -hmm. are going kids are committing going 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 and you're like shit like i'm aj duffy my top four we'll put it in quotes my top four three of them have quarterbacks committed already oh no what do i do now i guess i'm stuck with this team maybe even though msu wasn't my number one now i have to like so kids are committing right now but matt yeah but but Nobody's taking a visit to a college campus in a year. The thinking is, yeah. the thinking is this summer and into the fall, they're going to be able to do it. They're going to be able to open back up and get kids in on visits. And I think oh. there is a somewhat decent chance, Matt. Somewhat decent chance that there's all all the flipping that we predicted last year. That never came to fruition because visits never opened up. Mm-hmm. I think there's a chance we could see it this year with the 2022s, especially with the quarterbacks because they are starting to fly off the board. So I would not panic on quarterback at all at the moment. I think Michigan State is going to continue to recruit their plan A guys and go from there. Even if Duffy, even when Duffy commits to Arizona State, I'm not sure that they're going to totally lay off and say, okay. <laughs> oh shoot! Oh darn! Have fun in Tempe. We'll catch you. Never. Uh, I he will have fun in Tempe. I gotta say, he will have fun in Tempe. <laughs> great, great spot to be. Um, there are kids who are committed to schools currently. Justin Martin's one is committed to Cal, a four-star quarterback, who said as soon as visits open up, Michigan State's going to be one of the first places he visits. Kids are just like Bang. reserving. They're putting in loose restaurant reservations. That's how I would consider. Ah, I like that. Yeah, these okay. commitments, like they, like, hey, we're going to be there at six. There's going to be four of us, um, and they do it for, like, four different restaurants, and then they'll pick one once a time. Ah, that's, so. that's how I usually book tea times every weekend. That's right. Yeah. Five so courses think I'm showing up uh, on Saturday morning. That's right. <laughs> that is that is my blanket statement on uh, quarterbacks for this 2022 cycle. Not everyone's going to fit under that, but I think a lot of quarterbacks like are that. going to be yeah. in that scenario because – they're going to get to visit, and they're going to take those visits, and that's going to change some minds, and coaches are finally going to get to see kids throw. That's exciting. That's going to yeah, change minds. Yeah. yeah, a little bit. All right, that's going to do it for us here on Lockdown Spartans. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. We'll be back tomorrow with another podcast. We should probably talk about like the Big Ten tournament just as a whole. Ah, maybe. Get into it. Start getting ready for March and maybe do a little bit of uh, looking back on the regular season for Shooty Hoops. And if anything happens with football that is interesting, we will talk about it. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. You can find Locked on Spartans wherever you get your podcast. Matt, trivia. What Spartans senior men's basketball player was chosen as the 2019 Big Ten Tournament's most outstanding player, Will? Cassius Winston? Friend friend of the podcast. Oh, Matt McQuaid. Oh, my Matt God. Matt McQuaid. Matty Parker. And you said That's senior. Right, you said 2019 senior. I know oh I, th- this, this is what I has in front of me. I know, I, I know. I, I, I'm I'm jacked up with years too. Like if you ask me what, hey, what was last year? I would say, oh, 2019 instantly. Like I'm I'm years? jacked up beyond belief too. 
Uh, rumor has it 2021. Uh, honestly, like I, I'm not going to shame you for that answer because I think I would have done the same exact thing. So there you have it. Just a reflex. <laughs> I know. Hey, I, you know, like if, if Cassius is your instant answer, uh, hard hard to blame you there. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah, Matt Matt McQuaid after he scored 68 yep. points yep. Uh, in against the championship Michigan. against Michigan. Yeah, good 27. Times. Oh my god. Mm, dropped it on their head. Let's go. All right, guys, go green.